Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You know, Brooke, I gotta say, I'm so happy I'm not a diva. Tell that to the poor workers at the ice cream shop in Catalina from this weekend. (laughs) They love me there. (laughs) And I know I'm nowhere near being the diva that, I don't know, former Grey's Anatomy star Patrick Dempsey is. Okay, that's actually really fair because working with you is not traumatizing at all. Like some of the Grey's cast said about him. Yeah, I definitely have some work to do. Yeah, you do. Well, (laughs) you might pick up some pointers in the new unauthorized tell-all about the show, which is called How to Save a Life. It comes out tomorrow, and I gotta say, it reveals some pretty juicy details about Patrick's onset behavior. Yeah, which apparently was pretty difficult. I mean, honestly, I truly just love hearing about, like, bad-behaving stars, because it's so juicy. Yeah, well, pull up a chair, because the book promises to spill the tea about Katherine Heigl's controversial exit as well. Yeah, so much drama behind the scenes. It's almost like it's... A dramatic <gasps> television show. Oh my God, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Monday, September 20th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. We know you have your tried and true closet staples, but it can be fun to switch it up. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stodd or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. Yeah, it's easy to find instant inspiration at Saks.com. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Okay, well, obviously, this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. For longtime fans of ABC's hit medical drama, Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) the tea is about to be spilled. 
So a new unauthorized book is set to reveal a lot of details and some of the surprising behind the scenes moments on the show. Right. So the book is called How to Save a Life, The Inside Story of Grey's Anatomy. And it's written by Lynette Rice, who is editor at large for Entertainment Weekly. And it's officially going to be released tomorrow, which is just nine days before the 18th season (laughs) of Grey's Anatomy premieres. And there's already been so many good, like, juicy deets dropped. Yeah, like for starters, the real reason Mick Dreamy, star Patrick Dempsey, left the show. Yeah, so Patrick was on the show from 2005 to 2015 as surgeon Derek Shepard, a.k.a. Mick Dreamy. (laughs) And in a huge surprise twist in season 11, Patrick was unexpectedly killed off the show. And it was a move that completely shocked fans, and Mm -hmm. it also made some of them super pissed. Still not over it? I mean, he was one of the most beloved characters on the show, so... It felt really out of the blue for him to just leave. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was horrible. It betrayed my trust in the process, oh, wow. in television, mm-hmm. in just feeling entertained on Thursday nights. Like, come on. Yeah, this explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is shedding light on the real reason for McDreamy's big exit. And it's sounding like Patrick's behavior on set was actually a pretty big factor. Yeah. So former executive producer of Grey's, James D. Perriott, spoke to How to Save a Life author Lynette about the HR issues with Patrick (laughs) that led to him leaving the show. And he stressed there was no sexual misconduct with Patrick, but said Patrick was terrorizing the set. And it was revealed that some cast members had all sorts of PTSD with Patrick because he had such power over production and could literally stop it whenever he felt like. And the book also claims that Patrick had diva-like fits on set. Perriott also said he thinks Patrick was just done with the show and didn't like the inconvenience of coming in every day and working. So (laughs) I... Let me play devil's advocate here for a sec. (laughs) I feel like all these stories seem like Patrick setting boundaries almost to me. Like I read a lot of these articles and it sounded like production was almost gaslighting these actors. Mm. It's like, oh, you don't want to be on the show anymore? Oh, that's so sad. Let me shoot your face off in an episode. Like they're they're very much like, well, these actors are divas, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I will say as somebody who works, I don't like the inconvenience of coming in every day and working. It sucks. (laughs) Like, I hate having to do it. It's just part of life. I will say, like, I don't know. I agree to an extent, but I also feel like there are certain people that do get too big for their britches. And that behavior, looking at you, Tom Cruise, is like, (laughs) you need to sit down. Like, Right. You're not better than anybody else. We all end up in the same place at the end of the day, ultimately. Like, yeah, agreed. calm down. But there is some difficulty with like these 15, 16 hour days on set. Like, oh, that's, that's a too much. much. Yeah. And yeah. God forbid they should care. All week long. Yeah. So apparently Patrick's working relationship with his co-star Ellen Pompeo also took a turn for the worse. Yeah. So Ellen, as most people know, plays Dr. Meredith Grey, which is the main character of the show. Obviously, it's called Grey's Anatomy. And Mm -hmm. on the show, her character had a relationship with Patrick's character. And the relationship was often a major storyline on the Mm -hmm. show. And with that kind of dynamic, things better be good between the actors, right? Or it's going to be super awkward. Yeah, we talk. We this. did. I we feel like all this. the time. <laughs> Chemistry is super important. Yes. And if you hate each other, probably not going to be great. <laughs> so according to another former executive producer on the show, Janine Renshaw, Ellen was finding Patrick increasingly difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. So Janine says Ellen was very big on having things be fair and she wanted 
equal pay with Patrick. Good. Mm -hmm. Tried to get them to negotiate their deals together, but he wasn't interested. See, this is another example. It's not up to Patrick. Like, why isn't production just paying her more? Like, why are we only blaming Patrick? Well, I feel like this is similar. I I always reference friends, how they were like, we're all going to go in together. And I think there's a lot of power in that. And like, sure, this is something that I when it came out, what Ellen was making and like how she had asked for more. It's like it's important to have people on your side. And if Mm -hmm. she can't get her co-star to be on her side, it's kind of like, okay, you're making this a little hard because he was like up there with her. Yeah. But you know what's also hard? Just not paying your actors the money they deserve. Oh, agreed. Like, I fully put this on the studio. Go ahead and at me. I guess it's also like, did he tell her what he was making? Good question. But you're right. It is. It's on the people that are signing those checks. Yeah. I mean, she was also apparently frustrated that he would complain on being set for too late, too long. We've already talked about that. But Mm -hmm. this apparently annoyed Ellen because she often had twice as many scenes as him. Like, she's the star of the show. But Janine said when she'd remind Patrick that everyone's schedule was difficult, he would finally get it. Again, (laughs) maybe just don't make everyone's schedule so difficult. (laughs) Um, But she said, it's just that actors tend to see things from their own perspective. He's like a kid. He's the kid in class who wants to go to recess. Yeah. So this is one of those things where I fully agree with you, where it's like, okay, they are working 15, 16 hour Mm -hmm. days. Like I can barely handle a four hour workday. So (laughs) times four multiple times a week. That's a lot. And yes, who wouldn't want to go to recess? Like, give me a break. Agree. So I get that. I do get that. But because this just has to be a complete disaster. Patrick (laughs) didn't just stop there. He butted heads with the show's creator and executive producer and all around badass Shonda Rhimes. (laughs) Yeah. So James Perriott said Patrick and Shonda were at each other's throats. And in a little bit of gotcha justice for Shonda, she actually wrote the episode that killed off Patrick's character. And then after the episode aired, Shonda said the decision to have Patrick's character die was not a difficult one. So Mm -hmm. ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, though, does get involved with the book, which I'm glad like we get both sides of the story. And he gives Lynette his take of why he actually did leave the show. Yeah. So he chalks it up to the demanding shooting schedule. He says it's 10 months, 15 hours a day. You never know your schedule. Doing that for 11 years is challenging, which like we talked about, that's Mm -hmm. fair. Just because you're making a ton of money doesn't mean you should be working 25 hours a day. Yeah. I think we know how frustrating it is to not know your schedule. So I can 100% relate to that. (laughs) Um, Patrick did stress, though, how grateful he was for the work. And he said, you have to be grateful because you're well compensated. So you can't really complain because Mm -hmm. you don't really have a right. You don't have control over your schedule. So you have to just be flexible. So it was a professional parting, yes. But his behavior does sound like it was one of the things that made it a done deal, at least in Shonda's eyes. So the book also sheds light on the real reason another fan fave, Izzy, star Catherine (laughs) Heigl, left the show. This was a huge story at the time. Um, Catherine was a rising star. She just starred in a bunch of hit movies, including Knocked Up. Mm -hmm. And when she left the show, it was really controversial. And in this book, Catherine says that starting a family changed her desire to work full time. Yeah. And she does say that she went and talked to the show's creator, Shonda Rhimes, about wanting to move on from the show. But at the time, there were all these rumors that she was apparently refusing to return to the show, although Catherine does deny that. Mm -hmm. And she claims she wanted to make it work, but leaving felt like the best option for everyone. Yeah. And she also clears the air about all of that Emmy drama she was in the center of at the time. So Catherine won an Emmy back in 2007 for her role as Izzy Stevens. And then she was also nominated the next year, 
but to pretty much everyone's shock, she withdrew herself from consideration. Yeah, I was stunned. Um, So at the time, Catherine said, I did not feel that I was given the material this season to warrant an Emmy nomination. Mm. And in an effort to maintain the integrity of the Academy organization, I withdrew my name from contention, which feels like a huge dig at the writers. Yeah. Like... (laughs) I mean, come on. They're in there working these 15-hour days and she just (laughs) throws them to the wolves. But to her credit, Catherine even admits she ambushed the writers, even Mm -hmm. though she claimed she thought she was doing the right thing at the time and that there was no easy way to withdraw from the Emmy nominations. Right. And of course, she quickly got tagged as ungrateful. She was Mm -hmm. labeled a diva, as so many women are. Mm -hmm. And in the book, Catherine says, the ungrateful thing bothers me the most, and that's my fault. I allowed myself to be perceived that way. I'm just so disappointed in myself that I allowed it to slip, which I don't know that I can blame her for that. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone in their life has said something that, comes out wrong and it's nice not to have to be vilified for it for the rest of your life, I would imagine. (laughs) Um, So with this book bringing new details to light, you have to wonder, is this season going to be the last of the series? I mean, like we said, we're going into season 18. Oh my God. This show could go to war, smoke cigarettes (laughs) and buy a lottery ticket. I wish the show would smoke cigarettes. Um, (laughs) But no, you're right. Like I literally stopped watching this like 10 years ago because I thought it ended. I was like, it's probably time the show ended. And then here I am. I like how you're just like, it's got to be over. So I will stop watching. (laughs) Yes. To me, it's over. There you Um, go. But even Ellen Pompeo recently said that the theories of the show ending aren't far off. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, 18 years, like at this point, Dr. Gray is going to be teaching her daughter medicine. Seriously. And her daughter was like a baby. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Like... The show's grown up. It's ready for college. <laughs> like, let's get on with our lives. Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.